In our food feature for today, we are joined by Anna Trapido, who is food writer and broadcaster, as we talk about traveling food. Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Hi, Anna. Hi, hi, hi. Happy traveling. Anna, can you hear us? I can see you fine. Okay, there we go. I think I can hear you a bit better now. Okay. So I, I actually love this conversation we're going to be having because I grew up getting to stop and eat at some interesting places while traveling with family and school trips. Okay, well, yeah, there's nothing so awful as those egg sandwiches on a, a school bus. But um, I think stopping by the side of the road is definitely better. So, so, so many people don't really necessarily have a culture. I mean, I think about our country. We don't really have many road houses and places like that that are specific for traveling, even though you'll have massive, um, you know, petrol stations on certain routes on the N1. You'll have, you know, the one as you come into Bloemfontein. There's one as you're going to Hamanskral. But we don't really have traditional road houses per se. Well, you know, we used to have lots, and, you know, they've, they've died, but there's two things that have made them die. The one is that, you know, road houses require lots of space. You need an enormous lot. And, you know, real estate prices went up and sort of squeezed them out. And also the arrival of the big fast food companies. So, you know, before 1994, road houses were relatively common. But, you know, the moment McDonald's and those sorts of people come in, their business model is just so much more efficient. That So the road houses are a dying art form, but where they still exist, they are wonderful. Indeed, indeed. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about some of those road houses. And I'd love to hear from all of you on 011-883-0702 and the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702 as you share with us your experiences. Where do you choose um, to stop when you're traveling from Gauteng to KZN or you choose to travel to Mpumalanga? Where are those key places that you say whenever... I make sure that I go somewhere with my family. Um, we always will stop at these specific places. I will give you a hint to one of the places I grew up stopping at on travels. That is Harry's Pancakes. I think it was in Dalstrom. What a fantastic place, but I want to hear from all of your experience. 702 Food Feature. For our food feature for today, we're talking traveling food, the food that you get to enjoy when you're on the road. And um, myself and uh, Anna Trapido were speaking earlier, um, Anna being a food writer and broadcaster, we're just chatting about the, the, the art form of the roadhouses and how it seems that they are dying. But I'd love to hear from all of you on 011-883-0702 and the WhatsApp line 072-7021702 of your particular particular experiences and uh, chosen spots that when you are traveling to Limpopo and you want to stretch your legs I think towards Limpopo there's a steers and um, 
I think a debonair's on the way there as Anna was speaking about the fast food chains um, there are a couple of others you'll always find a wimpy somewhere on the road at the different garages I personally get excited when there's a Woolies food but what are those places you go to and if there is still a roadhouse you are aware of, share with us what this roadhouse is and what's so special about it. Give, give us a call, 11 and the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. So Anna, I, I am just thinking about the background of the, the roadhouses. Do you think there really was quite a culture of going to roadhouses prior to the fast food chains entering the mix? No, they absolutely were. You know, that, that South Africa is the perfect place for road houses in that there's lots of space and the climate is lovely and, you know, you can get in the car and roll down your window and pick the little tray and, you know, you instantly, even if you're like 10 minutes from home, you've got this holiday vibe. So I think that, you know... In the old days, roadhouses... Can I just just ask, it sounds like you're a little bit muffled. I don't know if your finger ended up on your microphone. Could you just repeat that again? Not that I know of, but is that better? Much better, yes. Okay, well, let's hold it like this. So what I'm saying is, is that even if, you know, it's actually too early for us to go away, that we're not yet in holiday season, even though we're exhausted and we want it to be holiday season. So... But, you know, you can have a kind of pretend instant holiday. You know, you can pack everyone in the car and, and go to the roadhouse, you know, 20 minutes drive and there you are. You've got this instant pretend holiday. So I think that, that they, they really are it's just a lovely thing. And, you know, they do feel a bit old fashioned. But, I mean, there are some modern ones. I mean, I think Cottage for instance, would count as a modern roadhouse that, um, in Hospitalport, the V8 Roadhouse um, has got quite a modern vibe and they do pizzas and those sorts of things. But I like the really, the sort of retro ones, the ones that feel a bit 1950s. So, you know, that, that for instance, I feel like that's what makes them awesome. And I almost exactly. um, expect that all of them must have amazing milkshakes. Yeah, they must have amazing milkshakes, but... Um, for instance, the Firehouse Place Roadhouse in Brackpan has a zoo biscuit milkshake that I'm just so in love with. That it's a double thick zoo biscuit milkshake. Um, that um, I think it's the Burger Box in Krugersdorf has a strawberry swirl milkshake. But it's just, I mean, it is so, it's like vivid, vivid pink. It's like Hello Kitty pink. And you know, has been near no strawberries, but it's so delicious in its syntheticness. But, you know, nobody could accuse roadhouses of being healthy. Um, you know, that, that if you eat a dag wood and sit... Who, would go, to, who would go to a roadhouse for a salad? Like, let's be honest. Exactly. Would anybody I mean, really go to a roadhouse for a salad? I, I, I think that, that, that the portions need to be, like, seriously man-sized, that they need to be artery clogging, or you've missed the point. You know, if it's not like a burger and bacon and cheese and an egg and triple fried chips, then what's the point? I completely agree with you. I've received a message um, that uh, says, Casbah Roadhouse in Gazina, Pretoria, 
they were so amazing. I'm not sure if they're still operating, but they're lamb curry. Now, I know about the Casbah uh-huh. Roadhouse because I'm a Pretoria girl, and at some yeah. point we stayed in Pretoria North. Oh, well, I know the Pretoria West one that on um, Church Street as well. There is an amazing Casbah that's got like sort of giant Coca-Cola bottles, like a whole avenue of them, and it's what separates the cars. Um, and yes, they have a, a, a magnificent, a kind of that proper sort of, um, like off the cars curry that's got lots of apricot jam in it and curry powder and banana, slices of banana on top and a piece of toast. So you've got rice and potato yes. and toast and the banana. So that's at least four starches already on the one plate. And there is nothing more magnificent. In terms of the cuisine, would you say, and I, and I know we've quite South Africanized um, our road houses because you can get a little bit of everything, but would you say, and I'm not sure um, how clear you are on the history, but for me, I see it as quite a, an American concept, not just the road houses, um, also the diners and the dives, as they say, uh, Guy Fieri hosting diners, drive-ins and dives. And I see the kind of cuisine that they have there, you know, your burgers, your fries, um, sometimes they even do your crabs uh, or lobster sandwiches. They they, they really expand the type of cuisine. But would you say road houses really are quite an American concept? You know, I think that they are, they come out of a culture, a cultural. So they come out of a place like America and Africa. Um, Anna, I just, I can't, I can't hear you anymore. Can you maybe just try closer, uh, to come closer again to your microphone on your phone? Can you hear Yes, yes. Okay, if you could repeat okay. that again for us. Okay. Sorry, I don't know what's going on with my phone. Um, look. They come out of a culture, a car culture. So places with big distances like the USA and South Africa, where there's miles and miles of road and where people are, are quite obsessed with their car. You know, that, that, um, yes. and especially in the 50s, you know, when petrol is cheap, when nobody has a sense of environmental damage that can be done to the cars. And, you know, people, just don't want to get out of their cars whatever. They have these giant cars that they practically live in. Um, and, you know, that, that I think it's so that they are the products of that time, really. You know, that these days we have much smaller cars and, you know, we're bigger people as well. You know, we've got faster and our cars have got smaller. So, you know, having, like, several people in the car all eating sandwiches is less possible than it was. So I think maybe partly it's that, that we don't any longer um, have the cars with enough room for them to be dining yesterday. Oh, Anna, we really, really are struggling with your line on our side. But what I'm going to do, I'm just going to uh, put you back uh, to our producer to see if uh, we're able to get you on a better line. In the meantime, some of your messages coming through on the WhatsApp line, 072-702-1702. Um, there's uh, um, just some of you sharing your experiences. One says, Leb, with the N4, Alzu has surpassed the Ultra City by miles, which is Alzu. I don't know Alzu on the N4. Now I'm curious. And then, of course, Millie's for their trout. 
Another one says, nothing beats Harry Smith's engine one stop. The variety. Ooh. Okay, I don't recall the last time I was in Harry Smith, but that is an interesting one. Um, another message that is coming through, Brakban still has about six roadhouses. This is Ian from Pretoria. Ian from Pretoria, I'm wondering if there are certain places that we find in Gauteng. I don't want to say they are stuck in a certain time, but the roadhouses continue to live because... The people are stuck in a certain... And I feel like, I have a good feeling that the roadhouse in Pretoria North is also still there because there's certain places, like even the decor, they're just in... It's a little time capsule and that lends itself to what the places that roadhouses would thrive in. But share with me if I'm wrong, but when I hear Brakpan in Pretoria North... I'm like, yes, it makes sense that they have roadhouses. Um, another one says, Burger Box, Kruger's Dorp, the best. Love the food prices and friendly staff. And then another person says, Kota Joe Roadhouse and Edenvale are very popular. Still haven't been there. Every time I drive past their car park is always full. You see, Edenvale, Pragpan, Pretoria, Nurt, it's got that vibe <laughs> because... Unless somebody can tell me that there is a roadhouse in Santon, but even if there were a roadhouse in Santon, I know it would be different. It wouldn't have that thing. It wouldn't have that vibe. Um, this uh, a person is saying that the one in Brakpan, Brakpan even has a wimpy roadhouse, which is quite unique. And I'm thinking, are there those roadhouses where they can... I don't know if that's how they still function, that it's not like they're seating on the outside. It's traditional where you've parked your car and then somebody comes to your window and takes the order. And then they've got a thing that clips into like your window with your food. Is that what the roadhouses are still like? Let's see, um, Anna, if you sound much better. Of course. Anna? There we go. Yes. You don't flip it to your window. That, that. And it does really feel like a little bit of an outing. I think there was a time, um, I, I, I know I was very, very young and I was part time, part living in Cape Town at the time. And a friend of mine took me and I don't remember where it was because it was so long ago. It was 20 years ago they took me to a roadhouse and i know that we had these enormous hot dogs that had all these fillings on top of it and then some ridiculously sweet but delicious milkshake and we had such a ball out of, of a time and we didn't just have milkshakes they also had ice cream floats i don't know Anna, if you still remember yeah. ice cream floats Oh, absolutely. And ice cream floats are still a big feature of the roadhouse. I know you can get them at the Burger Box and Krugersdorp, for instance. And the Burger Box and Krugersdorp started in 1960, so it's over 70 years old. You know, that, that this is a, a, a kind of iconic dining destination in Karkin. My goodness, yes. And I think that, um, I hope that they are restaurateurs and those who feel like roadhouses and places where people can stop to rest are not a dying breed, but specifically the roadhouses that uh, we grew up uh, enjoying that aren't so popular anymore. Like, I want to know there's a place I can take my child. Who knows? Oh, when we drive here, we're always going to stop at this place. Another one from uh, Alistair says... 
Montreux in Van Rienen's Pass on the N3 has all the various outlets, KFC, Steers, Wimpy, and all the others. Great for bus passengers en route to KZN. Um, and I think, you know, you, you either going to find yourself being somebody who absolutely loves the fast food thing and are willing to do it on the road, or you're going to drive out of your way to go to a specific roadhouse. I will stand by Harry's Pancakes. I'm such a big fan of their, um, their meals. And um, continue to tweet me if there are places that you feel we should definitely be exploring um, on our national roads and our big roads. And of course, it makes sense because we're launching Transport Month. So yes, if we're going to be traveling, we need to know where we must eat. And even if you can't afford to go on holiday, you can make it a little bit of a family outing.